0: I'm Brandon C. Adams, and on today's show, we have Herb Gonzalez, my right-hand man for filming, videography, taking photos, one of the executive producers for the Live to Grind show, and I mean, everything we do, even personal branding packages, Herb's going to share his story. Literally, how he got started, most people will be blown away by this. Heck, he's been in motocross, he's done soccer, he used to be an engineer, a band manager, uh, he managed bands. And he's actually finishing up a degree at Full Sail University. This guy's a genius. And at the end, we even give you a little sneak peek. He actually plays the music. He takes my guitar and he plays a song and sings, and the guy's good. And I actually joked with him I'm like, you know what? I know what you did. You actually used your talent with photography and filming to get a job with me so we could help you make you big in the film in, or the, the music industry. And honestly, like he's got the ability to do that. And you'll, you'll hear at the end of the show, his talent and how he plays a song for you, but you're going to learn about photography, how he's used this tool this camera to get him some great opportunities. I mean, working with me, working with Kevin Harrington for some shoots and some other influential individuals like in the future. We have some big films coming up and how he's been able to use that to make money. And if you are a photographer, you want to get in the film industry. He shares some tips on great, getting that great photo, that great footage, editing everything it takes to do that. And also how you can relate photography, music, and business all in one about the power of marketing, making it in the music industry, and how you just have to do it. Keep going, give it your all. And he even said he, he laughed. He's like, Brandon, you can make it in the music industry because you have the mindset." Most people that are really good musicians or even just guitarists, like they they don't have the mindset to make it. They quit too soon. So I really love this show. I sat down. This this was one of my favorite shows. I always say that, but I'm seriously. I love this show, and this is exactly why Herb worked his way up to working with us and being a part of some big films. So you're going to love this show, but before we get into this, how would you like to be able to work with Herb and I for filming a project with you, doing any kind of photo work or video or creating a personal branding package for you, building up your brand? Well, you can. If you're looking to build your personal brand, go to accelerantmediagroup.com. And we can work with you one-on-one. We can fly out to you. You can fly to us. And we can create video content, marketing videos, help you create your own podcast show. You name it. We are the best at doing it. There's nobody else out there that's better than us. And if you want to work with us, go to accelermediagroup.com. Check out the packages. Contact us. Who knows? Maybe we'll be coming to you soon, and we'll create some great video content. So let's jump right into it, my buddy Herb. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Live to Grind podcast show. I'm Brennan C. Adams, and today we got Herb Gonzalez. The, hey, we some call him the, well, we, at the beginning, I remember saying to Greg, roll out my coast. I'm like, Greg, can you find me a, a D rock for me? Gary V always calls this guy D rock. Well, what was it? It was a message to your mentor, Chris,
1: Chris goes Yeah.
0: Yeah. Chris. And then, um, he said, this guy, he could, he could be potential. And you, you hadn't actually done video at that point. Yeah. Before. No,
1: Chris. So was like, well, he does photo, but I'm sure he'll be willing to learn. It, and then before he wrote you back, he texted me. He's like, Hey, do you have any interest in video? I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll, it try. Gives me I'll money. try it. I'll
0: try it. Exactly. It's funny because, and I love the fact you even said one time, like, you may not know how to do something, but you'll figure out how to do it. And you, you did. have
1: to with anything
0: in life. And right? I put you on a test. I'm like, okay, we're doing a premiere, and here, I want to see what you got and you came and like <laughs> I was really blown away because your first video that you had put out there and at that time I don't think I really knew that was your first video yeah. it was so highly produced like it was cool I mean there could be tweaks but like yeah, sure. I'm like dude this guy's got the awesome. the eye for it thank
1: you I appreciate that but so <laughs>
0: before we even got into this because I want to hear and some of the stuff you haven't told me everything I mean we've done quite a few weekends where we've done shoots and stuff and experienced some interesting times on, on set but uh, talk about before you even got before you picked up a camera like what what did you do where did you grow up and how did it lead to even getting into photography
1: oh man i don't know how well okay yeah i guess from the very beginning i grew up in melbourne beach florida which is an, an hour from here in orlando yeah i um, born and raised there my parents are from guatemala so i was the first generation born here ¿Algo es
0: Spanish. Yeah. <laughs>
1: he
0: never <laughs> says it <laughs> on set. <I laughs> <one of> the
1: to <laughs> say yes. He <laughs> says so he speaks Spanish fully. Yeah, <laughs> we're not so doing this show in, in Spanish. We can do the whole thing in Spanish. <laughs> but, yeah, I grew up in Melbourne Beach. Um, soccer is pretty big over there. A lot mm-hmm. of people do it. So, and my parents, they love soccer. That was my life. Like, that was my thing. I was really good at soccer. My parents were convinced that I was going to be professional. I was at the level of it. Won a couple state championships. That was... A different herb. How old were you at
0: that
1: time? Oh man, I was like, I started playing when I was like six. Wow. And I played up until I was 13, until I destroyed my knee. How'd you, Big how'd scar. you do that? Uh, so also, so another thing that my dad loved was motocross. So I did soccer and motocross growing up and I like turned it really weird playing soccer and then motocross I had an accident and it just completely destroyed it. So you... Completely fucked your knee out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I had to have it reconstructed. It was a big scar. When that happened, were you,
0: was it kind of sad, the fact that you couldn't play sports again?
1: I didn't think of it like that. What did you think of it? I was like, I'll be okay in like two weeks, you know? And I kind of was like, this is an injury I had when I was 13, never had surgery. I went to the doctor and everything and, you know, talked to them about surgery and they're like, oh, you're too young, you're still growing. So all this stuff. So I grew up like not needing the surgery but as I was growing up, after the injuries and everything, I started like, focusing more on music. And that's where my life kind of like, changed. So it was all about soccer. Then it became all about music. I just had a bunch of friends, um, and uh, we just formed a band. <laughs> so, so <laughs> I was the vocalist of the band.
0: Did, did you have any kind of music background? Did you like to sing, or what, what was it?
1: I don't know. I think that's a good question. I don't think I've ever been asked that or even thought about that. How did I get into music? I, I think it was just a bunch of friends that we all listened to music. One had a guitar. We're like, "Let's see let's, let's see if we can get a microphone or something, and uh, maybe we'll get the other friend to buy a bass or something. Because I remember like the first couple bands that were like, I call them bands. they really weren't anything. It was just a bunch of friends jamming. We never had a drummer. You know It was just me on vocals, just singing, screaming, whatever I can, whatever noises I could yeah. make with my voice. My best friend playing guitar. We had another friend playing guitar. We didn't have a bassist for a while and never any drummer. Yeah. Not, not until I was like 16 or 17 did we get a drummer and we actually like started playing shows and stuff.
0: Man, now that I think of this, I think I'm going to have to have you play later. <laughs> oh, yeah, we could do I that. Mean, with the guitar and the Yeah, play. we could do that. So you, got, so you had a band and you did that music. So did you think one day you wanted to become a star in the music industry? Or what <sighs> Definitely.
1: Was kind of well, from there, uh, the soccer dream, I still... Even to this day, I still feel like, oh, I can go back and do it. There's no chance. Yeah. But when I started transi- transitioning into music, it wasn't so much becoming the soccer star; it was becoming like the famous vocalist. Yeah. You know, going on tour, <clears throat> traveling country—that was like a dream. Yeah, that's still my dream. I think. Still, I think you still <laughs> have still the want to do it. Yeah, I think so. I could still do it. So, so tell me about school. Did you
0: where did you go to college and what? What did you do? Your music after high school? Yeah. What, what happened?
1: So started playing music as a like a legitimate band by sixteen. We did a couple uh, battle of the bands. Did pretty decently in a lot of them. Uh, we never really like toured or anything, but it was like becoming like kind of a thing, you know. And like I mentioned earlier, my parents are from Guatemala. They came here with like the American dream. They wanted me to you know become a doctor, or a lawyer, or whatever, and have like the big house, the dog, you know that type of thing. Yeah. So. When they saw me getting serious with music and with a potential with with a you know an actual chance of actually making it happen they're like you know that's not secure they gave me the whole thing like oh you got to follow the American dream so that leads into what you asked me (laughs) um my dad's an engineer so I went to school actually for business administration just very broad kind of like a business thing i have always been like an entrepreneur i always like with the bands and everything i was always our self-manager you know i controlled everything all the merch that we sold i took in all the money and kind of like arranged all that so business was my thing i liked that a lot um
0: it's, it's funny because most people don't look at it that way. Musicians are entrepreneurs. Absolutely. It's, the ones that succeed are the ones that are better entrepreneurs, that better sell exactly themselves in their
1: music and their people, marketing. People wonder how do these bad musicians end up on the radio? They have no talent. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter.
0: It comes down to how good they market their shit.
1: Just like any other product you find at Walmart. How is this piece of junk sitting here, you know, selling hundreds of products? It's because of the way it was marketed, the team that was supporting it, the food, everything. It's just you know everything's a business, and, that, and that's why but. I say
0: anybody can make it in the industry for being an actor, being a musician. They just and this is what I hate, or because I, I love music, and I was I, like, if I did have the talent to sing and play, I could make it because I have the mindset to. Yeah, because absolutely. I, I would not quit until I'd get there. But there's so many people. I think you still
1: could make it. <laughs>
0: I mean, well, probably, today you could. <laughs> it's sad, but like you look at these people that do have the talent, but they quit. And what I they hate, put in no time. what I hate is, is they go to Nashville and they say, "Well, I'm going to give it my best shot, and if it doesn't work out, I got Plan B." Well, they're already defeating
1: themselves by having a Plan B. <sighs> yeah, absolutely. So, so going to you're getting engineering. So, before I get to that, I want to tell you that I saw a guest speaker at Full Sail University, and um, Who was it Chris Martiago? He's an A&R at Atlantic Records. He just moved to Nashville. But somebody asked him, I forgot the exact context of it, but somebody asked him, you know, this was your plan A, you know, did you have a backup plan? He's like, yeah, I did. This was my backup plan. This was my plan A through Z. I love it.
2: That's, that's, just that's like,
0: exactly what it should be. That's the only that, way. No matter what you do, you should have no backup plan. It should be, I'm gonna be the best at this, I'm gonna make it, or I'm gonna die trying.
1: Yeah, exactly, yep. Back to the story, yeah, I uh, did music. My parents wanted me to, you know live the American dream. I, went to biz- I was doing business administration, started getting more into engineering because that's what my dad did. ended up working some you know at the shop that he worked at, and uh, you know, just worked my way up. I was literally just picking up trash around the shop. You know From there, I went to the assembly department, I helped put things together, and just little by little, different departments I kept going up, ended up in the same department as him. And uh, I just stayed. I got lucky where I just stayed. And I just, you know, I didn't finish my degree because I ended up just getting the job. Yeah. You know, so I just stayed there. I ended up, that was my American dream.
0: How long were you doing
1: that? I was there for about six years, full time. You were a full time engineer for six years. Yeah. What was that like About for six years, yeah. It started off great. I loved it. I mean, I don't regret it at all. I learned so much. Um, Like, what did you learn from that? You know, just, like, how to be an adult, you know? (laughs) Because I ended up being an engineer. Okay, so maybe it wasn't six years. Maybe it was, like, five. Between four to six years. Yeah. I don't have the exact, but I ended up being an engineer full-time. quit school at 19. So by 19, I was working as an engineer, making engineering money, which, as a 19-year-old, you think you're rich, you know? Like, I wasn't a millionaire or anything, but, like, I could support myself. Yeah. So from there, you know, it's just, like, I feel like I just became an adult because... I was managing my own money and working with adults like nobody was near my age at that shop. Just interacting with, you know, we we say it all the time. You are the average of the five people you hang out with. I was only surrounded by engineers and other professionals. So I just developed the same type of, you you know. You rubbed off. I don't know where it went because, like, I have green hair now. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I always had that youth. Even back then, like, I was mature and I felt like I fit in with them. But I always had my music background, you know, they all knew that. So,
0: so, so what changed? What, what was the pivotal point where you decided, I don't want to do this anymore? What was going through your mind?
1: So I lived in Melbourne, and Orlando is about an hour away. And I remember one night I came to Orlando for a show. I came to see my favorite artist at the time, Black Bear. I don't know what it was. Something, the energy in the air, the way his performance, just everything all made sense in one, all at one time. It was like a huge epiphany moment. I'm like, you know... I've missed this so much. Like, why aren't I doing this? I quit soccer. You know, I'm not gonna be a professional soccer player. I quit my music dream. For what? You know, I'm thinking, I'm like, and this is all thoughts that I was having. I was was sitting there in the social right downtown on this same street, right down the street. And I'm thinking all these thoughts all while the show is going on. And it was just like, what am I doing? Like, I'm making good money, you know, I have a house. I have a boat. I have, like, the life. You know, at this time, I think I was, like, 22. So I had been doing it, what, about three years. And, like, I have everything going, and it's been pretty good. But it's just, this isn't where I thought Saturday I was going to be. Exactly. You know, my heart wasn't completely in it. I loved what I was doing. Honestly, today, like, I still think about the software I used to use. We used to use SolidWorks. Yeah. And I just, I miss using SolidWorks. I really do. So I loved it, but was just unfulfilled. I felt like there was more to me. That wasn't my calling. You were 100%. That's exactly... Yeah, that's it.
0: it. It's crazy. Gary Vee was talking about that, how he he 99.9%, like he loved what he did, but he wasn't fully fulfilled. And that's where that's he it. left the, the company and went and did his own thing.
1: Wow. I listen to him a lot, but I've never heard him say that. That's exactly he where I went he through. He worked
0: with his dad's business. He built right. it from $3 million to $60 million in revenue in like three years. Right. And then he realized, I don't want to... I don't want to do this the rest of my life.
1: So I'm we switched saying. it. I never knew why he left. That's for a Wine Library? or was wine that Wine Library. That, that was his,
0: his company. That, his dad started it. He worked in it. He built it up because he did the Wine Library doing it, the regular shows they did every day. And right. then one day he got up and he left and him and his brother went and started the marketing, Vannermedia. Wow. yeah. So for you, okay, so you left engineering. What was that next step?
1: So I, obviously, you know, it was music. Like, we haven't even gotten to photography yet. Though, while all this is going on, I always had a camera. It was just like a hobby of mine. But the next step after engineering was like, okay, I need to go back to school. You know, for me, it's like that's the way to do it. That's how I'm going to network. That's how I'm going to meet people. That's how I met you. Yeah. You know, and so...
0: The one good thing out of college.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So um, I looked into Full Sail University, which is a school here that's just all art. You know, they have film programs, music, business, music production, all types of, you know, animation, things like that, so that was a school that everyone in Florida knows about, and uh, it's a school that I always wanted to go to, just growing up in music, so I looked into it, and I enrolled, you know, got in and all that, and uh, let's see, so I think it was, like, June or July, no, hold on, I think it was May when I decided, you know, I, I need to leave, and, um, and this was a few mo- months after I went to that Black Bear show. Just more thinking, yeah. you know. It wasn't like a direct decision. It's just like you know, trying things out, and then finally, um, you made the commitment. Yeah. So May I decided I was going to go. Started in November.
0: And so you, how how many years were you at Full Sail?
1: So I'm actually still at it right now. I would have, you know, it's funny. Today I would have graduated.
0: Today you actually graduated. today
1: I would have graduated. And
0: Adams said. Herb, let's go film. Exactly. (laughs) And you got way behind.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No lie, today was my graduation day. I'm not lying for the podcast or anything. Literally all my friends graduated today. But yeah, so uh, I'm going to be, so I've been there for two years now. Yeah. 20 months, actually, you know, almost two years. And so I'll be graduating, uh, actually, in November. So it'll be exactly 24 months. So you still... You still work
0: with some bands, right?
1: Yeah, occasionally, yeah. Here and there. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. You, you do photography for bands. But when was the first day you picked up a camera and you got serious about turning it into a, a business?
1: Um, well, there were two times that that happened, actually. The first time was 2010. I was still an engineer. Uh, I just bought a camera on Black Friday, and it. I just got pretty decent at it. I played with it, um, shot with some models and things like that, and... I don't know. I guess I didn't take it that seriously, but it kind of was like a business. I never like got an LLC or anything, but I did that for right under a year. Made a lot of friends from that. But the more recent time, right now, like the continuation of today, was um, let's see, that was March of twenty, March of twenty sixteen. Um, I was still a wholesale. I had I for some reason I bought a new camera. I, okay, it's coming back to me. I was taking a trip to L.A. for spring break, you know, because everybody at, at uh, Full cell talks about networking and the importance of it. So yeah. two of my friends were like, let's go to L.A. for spring break, see who we can network with out there, meet some people, whatever, play around. I've never been there, so we'll check it out. Uh, on the way to the airport, literally grabbed my bag. I was heading out to my car, and I guess I didn't close my backpack all the way. My camera fell and dropped on the ground. Oh. I don't know if I've even told you this, but... It fell on the ground and I'm like, oh my God. So I picked it up. The body's okay. I grabbed the lens and I just like moved it, and you could hear like rattling in it. A piece of glass came loose. I'm like, oh my God. It's Yeah. So the camera was fine, but this was like my main lens. This is like the best lens that I had. So I'm like, I cannot go to LA without this lens. So I'm like, I'll do it without it. You know, it's kind of like, she loves me, she loves me not. It was yeah, the kind of thing yeah. I was going for. I was like, yeah. should I buy one? Should I not? Should I buy one? <laughs> yeah. Know? So driving literally to the airport and I'm just like, no, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. For some reason, something was like, go to Best Buy. So I went to Best Buy <laughs>
0: and, and
1: bought I was gonna go get the lens. But I'm like, oh my god, look at this camera right here. It was an upgraded version of the one I had. It's like a better one. The one I still use today, it, it's my backup now, but I'm like oh, Should I get it? And I was with Jamie at the time, actually. Yeah. And she's like, just get it. I know you'll end up using it. I'm like, for what? I never even shoot anymore. Uh... And obviously I bought the camera. <laughs> <laughs> so <This> is history. <laughs> <laughs> I bought the camera and the new lens. I'm like, oh god. I'm not supposed to spend any money. I'm supposed to save it all so that I can spend it in LA. And I just bought a, a camera for a thousand dollars, you know? Yeah. And then another lens for another couple hundred. So I'm like, oh god. So get to my friend's house because we were picking them up battery's not charged for the new camera so i'm like what do i do oh my god it was just a mess so i took the long way to give you that story but that's pretty much how it started i got that new camera in la i i guess just the, all the art and all the inspiration so in the much. air yeah just inspired me because i was taking some photos that like were beyond my level at the time so from there i was like wow i'm pretty good at this I posted it on my Instagram. They posted the photos that I took of them on their Instagram. And we're all within like the music community yeah. in Orlando in Full Sail. And that kind of circulated a little bit. Local bands um, saw it. Uh, some of our instructors saw it. And it just kind of started you know, circulating it. a bit. Yeah. Your work and was showing. Yeah. That's where it started. Just and then from, from there, that.
0: it just led to one exactly. day to another to another.
1: Exactly. Yeah, from there. And like I said, since we were kind of included in that music community... Luckily, I'm getting handed some pretty cool stuff. You know, I, did, I shot a lot of cool music festivals. I've worked with like some of my favorite bands. Yeah. Three of my favorite artists, I've worked with two. So, so you got, what's the one you got left? I got The Neighborhood left. The
0: Neighborhood. The okay, neighborhood, The yeah. Neighborhood, if you're listening or watching, we, we need to get this to happen.
1: And I know that you guys are going to be releasing a new song on Jesse's birthday, which is like two, three weeks. So.
0: <laughs> let's make it happen. Let's, make, let's make, it happen. make it happen. So for anybody, there's a couple of things I'm going to go into. First off, for anybody that wants to get into, let's say, the photography business, like how do you even jump in? Like You, you did all that stuff, but how do you know how to price things? How Because a lot of people don't even know yeah. where to begin.
1: I feel like you could ask any professional who's been doing this for years – and they still won't have a solid answer for you. It's just a matter of how much people are willing to pay you, I think.
0: you know, Just kind of see based off
1: the, yeah, the, the exactly. shot and let
0: them speak first.
1: I Yeah, exactly, for sure. <laughs> because um, the way I've been kind of getting to the level I'm at now as far as pricing is because... And I kind of actually got this from Gary V. Because I gave a price and the person said, yeah. And then I double it. And they said, yeah. I double it again. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like... Why have I been charging so little? I keep doubling it. And I keep getting yeses. So you just have to figure out where your uh, the demographic or your audience is paying. You know, have like a a group of people that you want to be targeting. And for me, it's music. You know, music, yeah. and I'm starting to get into a bit of fashion. Understand what they will pay, and from there, kind of figure it out so where you fit in that. Let's you know? talk
0: about the transition because when we met, you did all photography so what was it like going from photography to video because there's probably some people listening that they do photography
1: they oh no never everybody video. So, everybody
0: like what is that transition like the learning curve or just a different in the angles everything else
1: if there are any photographers listening to this i was just as scared as you are seriously <laughs> seriously because it's just it feels so different but now that i've been doing it for a couple months working with like Emmy Award-winning crews and just all this great stuff, it's not as bad as I thought it was. It was so intimidating. But um, I don't know. You just do it. You just get into you it. You just jump it's in, not in.
0: I mean, you, you got to learn. So when we filmed at Young Entrepreneur Convention, you were part of the crew, and you got to film with Sean Vela, yeah. Emmy Award-winning producer. Still work with him pretty regularly. Exactly. So, so we, I mean, for Ambition Adventures, Sean did the entire season of Ambitious Adventures yeah. and he gave game you were there for the sixth episode. So you got to learn from somebody that's done it for so many years. Yeah. And editing. and
1: it, I got to tell you the scariest, well, not the scariest, but the most intimidating part is the editing. Because like, you know, I've been doing photography since 2010, more on a serious level. Before that, I would just play around with cameras. And uh, mostly photography, but I would make videos too, just for fun, you know. Go on summer vacation with friends, we would make like a little montage and, like, it'd be fun shooting it, but editing was a nightmare. And it's just... Because a photo is, like, one photo. You finish it, you're done. Yeah. A video, you can, like... Like, I'm working on a music video right now that I'm finishing editing. It should be done tomorrow. I have, like, 300 different shots at least. How do you even to know fin- where to begin? I don't, I don't know if I do. I just kind of do it. You put it together. You just do it, you know? You do it in, as an angle. Let's talk about... The first
0: time when I said, let's create our own TV show, and, <laughs> yeah. and I said, let's create the show Live to Grind, and because at that time, you were taking on something that- Never like, what, even what, thought what, of. What do I even think? And yeah. we were, I mean, we're the producers. We're the one who came up with it. We're like, okay, what do we want to film? And there were so many times we were filming where we didn't use the content because we were still getting the, the hang of working together.
1: I know, I, and I I like feel bad how many shoots we've wasted. We've done so, but we it wasn't wasted. We learned, there. yeah. We learned so we much, learned. and
0: now we have episode one. We got an episode yeah, done. It's done, and I mean, it's we done. have a couple more to edit, but we have one done. Just that process, like, yeah. It's been what great. was that like? Because we went back and forth, oh, man. And
1: I mean, you know, I, my motto is just kind of just do it. You know, like not to just still do up it. And like it, but it. you just gotta just jump into it, and that's kind of what I did, and you know. Uh working with Sean, working with you and everybody else, they give me feedback and like feedback. That's some of it. Yeah, yeah. Some of it is like, okay, like you don't like that because it's personal preference and it's taste, you know, I'm not gonna be able to please everyone. Yeah. But there are some stuff, a lot of stuff, majority of stuff that you guys have given me. It's like, oh for sure, definitely. So, you hey. know, you just do it and just like anything else, you're just gonna get better at it. And um, And for me, I like getting that feedback because then it's like not only do I have to guess and kind of work on my own, I have these great people with greater opinions telling me this is what you should change.
0: And and you're getting better because, I mean, I'm looking through and I'm thinking, for one, the music is a pain in the ass (sighs) because we got to get music. I'm trying to find the right music for us. And then when you make one change, everything
1: moves. Yeah, because the thing is, if you've never done video, notice the next video that you watch Every cut of a video is to the beat of the song. So imagine changing a song. You finish a whole two minute long video. Imagine you have one cut every second. What is that? One hundred twenty cuts, more or less, right? Uh, imagine the team coming back saying, "We don't like that song." And in my head, I'm like, "I love it." You know, it's peripheral preference, but you're the client. Like, yep. we gotta listen to you. You gotta so change it. So we change all. it. Those cuts don't line up. It's, you know, it's a nightmare. And some, and a lot of the things I do too is like. For, like, big, like, drops in the song, I'll put, like, some action or something. Like, uh, this video that I'm working on right now, it's a boxing video. And in the beginning of the song, there's, like, the ding, 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 you know, like a boxing ring. And I line that up with uh, the boxer putting on his gloves, and he goes. And it it just lined up perfectly. So I just line that up with uh, uh, the ring. Yep. Imagine if I had to change a song. That wouldn't fit there anymore. It so it's things like that. That it's just like changing the music is just...
0: And everything's got to be with purpose. Yeah. I mean, even when you have the That's beat another going motto to a bit, Yeah, I love what you say. Shoot with purpose for taking... Yeah. F- and explain what that means for people.
1: So this is something I definitely learn, and I, I do photography lessons now too. And this is like the main thing that I push. Shoot with purpose. You know, when you show up to a shoot... Know what you're shooting, why you're shooting, what it's going to be used for. Don't take pictures just to take pictures. Because if you do, that's what it's going to look like. It's just going to look like a photo. When you look at a good photo and you say, wow, that's a great one. Have you ever thought, like, why is it good? Maybe not, but, like, it, it's, there's a reason why it's good. It's not yeah. good just because. And a lot of the times it's because there was thought put into it. You know, it's not like not by chance that a photo is good. You know, so... It's just, you know, understand where you're shooting. Don't shoot just to shoot. And it's confidence, too. Have the confidence, you know.
0: Like when you're taking a photo, you have confidence in in the way you take it. Yeah. I mean, just an example. So for Herb's going to be flying out for L.A. for the Live to Grind event. And if you got your VIP ticket, Herb's going to actually be taking your photo. And you're going to see when he does it, it's like – it's with purpose, <laughs> like it's. I, like I feel like you're thinking so hard into it. Oh God, uh, I do. Like I feel like when we're on, we we just did a photo shoot, and like the way you're looking, you're like. You have this angle, and it's like... It, yeah, it just, exactly. You know? It's so cool to watch, because I know you, you're you really with purpose. I really am. But it's confidence.
1: So one of the examples that you brought up, like, I was moving around a bit. I had an AT&T sign in the back. That like it was just part on, of
0: it. <laughs> yeah. No. What? Uh, AT&T sign was part of why you're going like that. Yeah. Uh, no, no, that's why. Yeah.
1: Because it's like, I want this shot, but I don't want that there. So I, that's why I'm moving, you know? Everything has to have purpose, with anything in life, you know? Like... I don't know. She was everything. Everything you do in life has to have purpose. And another thing that I say is uh, once you get the shot, move on. You know? Because a lot of times it's like you'll have a product. I was just on a product shoot a couple weeks ago. I had an assistant. She had the photo. Well, I was assisting her. Yeah. And I was just doing the lighting and everything. And I was helping her compose her shot. She was taking the shot of the photo, same shot over and over again. And what ended up happening was we started running out of time. Because, you know, she would get the same shot multiple times. In my head, and what I was telling her was, get the shot and move on. That way we can get more things done, you know. Um, How can I relate this to business? You know, work on something, finish it, and then move on. Don't beat
0: All over the place. Don't beat
1: it to death. Stay stay
0: focused on one thing, get it done, and move forward. Another thing That's
1: tricky too, though, because don't quit too early either. Don't
0: quit too early. But another thing I think about for editing, when I was getting feedback from everybody from the team and stuff, everybody had their feedback. And some was really good. But then sometimes you have to just finish it. Because some people, if you try to nitpick at everything and please them, you'll never
1: get it done. That's something that. You'll never get it done. A lot of photographers have. They never want to finish a photo because it's not good enough. You just got to release it. You know, with anything social media related, whether you're an artist, photographer, musician, entrepreneur, just post. It doesn't matter. Nobody's going to be upset because this is another thing that I think about, too, with photography. You know, an artist, uh, a musician, for example, they write music and... If they're not in the zone, they're not going to finish the song. They're not going to release it. As a photographer, you have to release it. If you got a client, I, I took your pictures today. What if I told you, oh, sorry, I wasn't in the zone. I wasn't feeling it. I don't have photos. Really. You have to. You know release. what I'm saying? You just have to so release it. You just got to start pushing out the content. You know, just post that picture. No one's going to say, oh my god, I can't believe you have that little piece of dust up there. They're yeah. not going to notice stuff like that. You know. So I love this because you think about it. So many people in
0: business or products, they want it to be just perfect and it never gets out and nobody buys it and they sit there and they never actually make any money. You just have to put it out there. You have to learn to just accept for what's there. It's like writing a book, right? If you want it to be perfect, you're never going to publish a book. You just got to be like, okay, it's good. Let's get the book
1: out. That's funny too because like when we've talked about Arctic Stick, your invention, I asked you like. If you would have done something differently, obviously because you've more or less moved on from it. If you would have done something differently just to make it more successful, what would you have done? And I don't know what you answered, but you said, I wish I would have launched earlier.
0: I wish – I delayed a year. Yeah. I delayed a year. And honestly, if I would have just launched it because at the end of the day, there was a little malfunction. But when I launched a year later – There's nothing different I did. I just decided, you know what, screw it, watch it. Exactly. And it it was a whole fucking year that we had wasted because I wanted it perfect.
1: Exactly. That's exactly how it goes. And what are you going to change on a photo? You know, like it's edited. You're going to change the tone where it's a little more blue? Who cares? Just post it. Just just take the picture, do the best you can, learn, post it, move on.
0: So – going back to the event. So we got Live to Grind event coming up and you're going to be there and hopefully we'll get some of your good friends you know in Hollywood there yeah. as guests. But for, for anybody listening if you're going to be there for one we're filming a Live to Grind episode you and then we're going to have a bunch of other cameramen uh herbably leading everything but also you're taking the photos. Yeah. So people get the photos and some of you will actually get a photo with Kevin Harrington. But it's gonna be a good time. And that was a fun shoot we had with Kevin here, what, a couple weeks back? Yeah, that was fun, yeah. What was really your favorite cool. part of it? I mean, I think it's funny because you talked about full sale and you said oh, Shark Take, yeah. you watched it all the time. And, and then you showed everybody, yeah, I actually get to oh, inter- crazy, <laughs> like, man. take
1: a photo shoot with Kevin. Yeah, yeah, full sale uh, in the music program. Like, we have music and entertainment business in both programs. We watch Shark Take almost every single class. like. At least one time in the class, we watch it every single class, and so I'm like, "Oh man, we're shooting with like the original shark from Shark Tank." I'm like, "This is crazy!" And like, literally, the reaction I expected happened. Everyone was like, "What?" <laughs> it, was
0: so it, was so cool. it was so cool because we're in his house, and even said that I'm like, "Ah, oh, I got to get you a picture." Or what we'll put on this in the notes? Yeah, like the, you man, guys that together. That so but cool. It's cool to see, and, and you look at all the shoots you've done over the last couple of years. What would be some of the most memorable, like? Either video or, or photo shoots that you've you've been a part of.
1: Uh, probably the most memorable for me was when I shot the band Laney. Yeah, uh, they're one of the bands, one of my favorite bands that I said I, I shot. Um, you know, I was shooting for the venue, and I was in there, and they were they were up there doing their sound check, and it was just so crazy because like, as they were sound checking, I was the only other person that wasn't part of their crew in that room, and I'm just like. I can't believe this like piece of technology, this camera, has gotten me. I don't. I don't want to say this far because like you know, I still have a way to go. You know, but it, I can't believe it it, it's given me. It really has, I really. But I don't say that because I'm telling you, I'm not anywhere close to where I'm not done yet. You know, yeah. so that's why I don't say that. But to be sitting there in the room with my favorite band up there, sound checking, and I had like an all access, pretty much, to do whatever I wanted was just so incredible to me. It was just such a cool feeling.
0: You know, it's cool you
1: say that because
0: this tool, like your talent and that resource that you leverage has got you into rooms. It's yeah, got you into really the room has. with Kevin Arrington. It yeah. got you in the room with that band. Yeah. It's got you the chance where you just submitted for an Emmy. Yeah, yeah. Like in I December, just submitted we, for four. in Dece- Yeah, in December, you, we will all... Have the chance. That'd be cool if we all want Emmy. We're all gonna have one. Like we're all gonna have yeah, an Emmy. I'm, gonna always, have I'm manifesting it. But no, it's because you leverage what you have. And for me, I think about I use the knowledge I had about crowdfunding to get opportunities to work with influential people. Okay, yeah. and to make money in my own ways because that was my talent. I used it. Everybody's right. got to figure out what their talent
1: is, right? Definitely. And use it to their best.
0: That's advantage. exactly it.
1: That's exactly it. Yep.
0: It's like a band member too. Like putting. What, what advice do you have? Because I know We've talked about this We're like dude We could, like do a, a record label Like, we, yeah. we know marketing And everything else What What do you think The best advice is For somebody If they really want to make it In this industry If they want to make it As a, a singer Or a musician Guitar yeah. player Like what do you have to do
1: Well Just like everybody They want to make it And We mentioned this Well some this say right? They want
0: to make it But then How bad do they want to make That's, it
1: That's yeah It's exactly where I was taking this Uh And we mentioned this earlier, who makes it? Who actually gets on the radio? It doesn't matter about talent. Stop practicing. (laughs) You know, if you can play guitar, get better as you play shows. But that time, that extra time needs to be spent marketing and just doing your business side of it. You know, because, again, we said this earlier, you can be a terrible musician, but make it because you just play your cards right. You know, the days of playing at a bar and getting picked up are long gone. That's not how it goes. It doesn't happen anymore, you know? So how would it happen? What exactly would you do? It's just a matter of networking, you know? Friends hire friends. Everybody knows that. Same thing with the music industry. How do you expect to get hired or signed to Sony if you have never talked to anyone from Sony? If you've never sent an email? If you've never tried to go to a networking event to meet somebody from Sony? They don't know who you are, you know? And if they do know who you are, so, what's, what's the point if I know who Brandon T. Adams is I know the name but I don't know the face I've never talked to him what value does that bring to me exactly nothing you need to just network and talk to the people that you want to be talking to that's I it I talk you know? to the people
0: I love this and it's it comes down to networking your network yeah I would say to building your own brand oh absolutely no for and, sure and marketing that's, yourself I mean I when we went and there was a band where we were filming for Live to Grind, and I'm like, if it was me, I would be Facebook Live in this. I would yeah. videotape it, take cuts, and put it and Facebook ads. I would be put, and I'd be targeting people that would be the people that can make the decision
1: to get me to that next step. Exactly, for sure. And just like I said, gone are the days that a music executive picks you up at a bar. Gone are the days that an, a record label signs an artist to build them. They don't want that. They want someone already with a brand. They want you guys... And a following. They, yeah, a follow, Exactly. They want you to be pretty much a signed artist that's not signed. Does that make sense? It's kind of like you know a turnkey. Exactly. They want you to be matured already because there are already so many bands doing that.
0: There's so many people out there that want, hey, can you help me get this? But if you come to them and be like, I have my own following. I have my own like brand built up. Yeah. We can make each other money.
1: You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, no, that's, that's how You've got to have
0: more more going into it more value in your side of the, the deal As a, the yeah, for sure something they want
1: and like for people who aren't in music just translate this into your industry because it's literally all it's the same anything. you know if you're trying to sell your product to Walmart they're not going to take your product if you don't have nice packaging if you don't have great photos on your Instagram you know what I'm saying relate that to whatever industry you're in because it's uh, all it's the a same. good one for
0: Walmart I think, because Walmart it's not so hard so much to get it on the shelf it's getting off the shelf, and what Walmart wants to know, okay. or any other yeah. store, is how can you sell it off my shelf? Yeah, it's no like any musician or anything. How can you sell this product? Yeah, Be, That's exactly you could have it. the yeah. best product in the world, but if people aren't buying it, who gives a shit? Exactly. Ninety percent marketing, ten exactly. percent product yeah. goes from photography, video, musicians, everything. products, entrepreneurs, everything. Literally everything. That's why I love the fact is we're talking music. And, and then I'm talking like entrepreneurship and all that. It relates so much. Yeah, it's all the same. It it's really all the is. same. It's all
1: the same. And what it comes down to, it's, it's so simple. The hard part is literally just doing it. And when I'm saying, what I mean by doing it, it's literally 24-7. Like I just told you after our photo shoot, I burnt myself out. Like I did it in an unhealthy way where I was just hustling too hard. But that's how it goes. If you want to make it, you literally have to do it nonstop. I know you, like literally all day. You're, <laughs> Live the grind, you know, baby. Yeah, Live exactly, to grind. Exactly, exactly. So
0: what other advice on this journey that you went from soccer to going in the music <clears throat> industry, doing engineering of all things, people never saw that. Yeah. And now photography and video. Out of all these transitions, what things can you take away that you could share with people to help them in their, in their transition of their career?
1: Nothing's perfect. You're not perfect. Your product's not perfect. I'm sure whoever's listening to this has told their friend or whoever – Oh, no one's perfect. It's going to be okay. That's just how it goes. Like nothing's ever perfect. Nothing's ever ready for release. You just have to do it. Just do you it. You know, uh, and it's not going to happen overnight because I'm. Uh, that's the one thing I'm the most guilty of. I expect things to happen instantly. I mean, I don't know why a lot of stuff in my life has. I've been lucky where things happen right when I want them to. But the big stuff, like you know, this photography thing, it's working out. But I'm. Shooting for a big scale. I haven't gotten there yet. And that's discouraging sometimes, but that's how it goes. But
0: you, you always I think we have the same thing. You and I shoot for the stars sometimes we're discouraged because we're not patient enough. We exactly. want to keep going. But always better in yourself. Yeah. Never saying, okay, I, I reached it, you know? Exactly. Like once you get to your top of what you think you do, you go to the next
1: one. You ha- you just have to. And you have to understand that it may take longer to get to step four than it did step three. It's not going to happen overnight. You just have to be patient. And when things start to slow down, don't quit. Push harder.
0: You know, I love that because it's Will Smith that said, you know, it takes 90% like effort. You give it 90% to get to that, that opportunity. But that last 10% takes yeah. 90% oh, more. Sure. of I mean, it's that last 10% that most people, they, they slow down and they give up. And they don't reach their full potential. Yeah, absolutely. And it just keep going. Don't let the, st- like the, the money and don't let all the yeah. like care, all that stuff, don't let it get to your head because right. what happens is they let it get to there and they get lazy.
1: You have to finish the end. Yeah. This is kind of, I can relate it to soccer. You know, say you started on your end of the field, you got the ball, you dribble through everyone, you get past everyone. Sure, you know, you made it, it's fine. The hard part is when you get to the goal and it's just you and the goalie, the pressure's on. You gotta take your time and just do it, score. Just do it. It's the last ten percent of the field. You just, you, it's the hardest part. Scoring is the hardest part. You can dribble around people, but putting the ball in the net is the hardest part.
0: So I, I love this interview. I, the theme I get away is just do it. It's never perfect. Just put it out there and, and
1: market. Yeah. Market yourself. Just gotta kind of work. You know, work, but don't do what I did enough never work yourself. You know. Yeah, don't wear yourself out. Yeah, we have both done it. Yeah, yeah, but you just gotta work. Stop wasting time. You well, know,
0: like we do on our live to grind TV show. You know, we we show the grind, but then we show the fun at every yeah, show. Yeah. Now the fun I want to show at the end of this show is I want to see you play guitar and sing for everybody. <laughs>
1: All Are right. you gonna do it? You down? Yeah. You know what? Since I mentioned the neighborhood, I'll play a neighborhood song. Let's do
2: it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's do it.
1: Okay, here we go. Here's I, I, what song is this? This is this is pray by the neighborhood.
0: Pray by the neighborhood. This guitar is mine, by the way, and I don't know how to play it <laughs> yet because I haven't practiced, but let's hear it.
1: But we're going to put you on the radio because you have the willpower to do it and that's all it is. takes. Amen to that.
2: <laughs> as long as you notice I'm hoping that you'll keep your
1: heart open Keep mine up into
2: If you don't ask I won't tell Just know that Just know that it all
0: rock don't got shit on you like, man. this is awesome like not only can you shoot photo videography but you can play guitar and sing like that was amazing man thank you we we could make you big
1: like i mean let's do it i'm telling go, you let's do it love to. deep down inside he's using his tool his
0: yeah, right? camera exactly. to get in so we make him big i don't blame it let's do it <laughs> no, that was awesome awesome music where can people find you if they want to connect with you for photos video or well hire you to play.
1: Yeah, well, my alia- my online alias is Lion the Lion. So, just an animal. Lion the Lion. So, that's my website, lionthelion.com. Lion the Lion on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, everything.
0: Well, dude, this has been fun. And for all you listening, you're going to get a chance if you get your tickets for the Live the Grind event. You're actually going to get to meet Herb. Who knows? Maybe we'll pull out the guitar, play the <laughs> guitar. Yeah. But for sure, if you get a VIP ticket, you're going to get to get your picture taken by Herb. Badass videographer and photographer, and we're actually going to be filming the whole thing for a Live to Grind episode. I'm stoked, and I fun. highly suggest contacting him if you need anything for video or photography. If he's not busy working with me because we're literally every single <laughs> week are filming. But uh, you know what time it is, everybody? Beyond just doing it and putting it out and shooting with purpose, and it's all marketing, it is time for you to get out there and create something great and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Bernie C. Adams. Have a great day, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the show with Herb Gonzalez. Dude, Herb is a badass. He knows his stuff. I and mean, you imagine that? Engineering, motocross, playing soccer, and now photography and filming. And you just it's been an awesome guy to work with. And if you want to get the chance to have him, well, take your picture... Or get a chance to be in the Live to Grind episode we're going to be doing at the Live to Grind event. Then get your tickets. Herb's going to be there. He's going to be one of the main guys leading the film crew. And we're going to be having a lot of fun. And you'll get to hang out with him as well. So get your tickets for the Live to Grind event. Just go to live grindcom forward slash event. What are you waiting for? This event is going to sell out. It's gonna be the top event of the year. It's gonna be a great way to get a jump start to your 2018. We're gonna help you build your personal brand and influence at this event. So we're excited. We hope to see you there. And if you want to learn more about the show, go to the show notes, livedegrind.com, or check out the video at the actual livedegrind.com. We recorded this in person. We had the video of it and it's also on YouTube. So check out all that content. And as always, you know what time it is. It is time to go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Bernie C. Adams. Have a great day, everyone.